It's time for the Greg Campy Show, presented by RJ's Pub. Let's go live to RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Here's Coach Campy and the voice of the Golden Grizzlies, Neil Rule. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Greg Campy Show. We are live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. As always, Greg Campy Show brought to you by RJ's Pub and also by Henry Ford Sports Medicine, the official team physicians for Oakland University and you. For more information, visit henryford.com backslash athletes. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Today we have associate head coach uh, Jeff Smith. And, uh, Smitty, for those that don't know, uh, our thoughts are, are with the Campy family right now. Uh, coach Campy's mom passed away. Uh, over the weekend, so he is not available tonight. But uh, as we said, our, our thoughts, our prayers, everything are with the Campy family. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yesterday was uh, it was a tough day on a lot of fronts, and uh, I give him a, a ton of credit to to be able to maintain his composure and his focus and and walk into that arena and coach his team. It, uh, you know, just one more example of who he is and what he's all about. Because the most important thing to that guy is his team and in this program. And um, yesterday was really, really hard. Uh, and uh, would have been nice to get a win. That might have softened the blow a little bit, so to speak. But, uh, you know, thankfully um, we got him through it, and uh, he was able to be with his family today. So given, uh, given that Campy family, uh, we're going to raise them up and, and keep them in our thoughts and prayers for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, hit that locker room really, really hard, uh, as you can tell right now. Uh, so, so certainly our, our thoughts are with Coach Campy. Um, but I uh, appreciate you, Smitty, uh, stepping in, you know, on short notice like that to, to stand in there. Um, we're going to put the show on. Absolutely. Know, and, yeah, man. The show goes on. The show on, goes right? on, and the yeah. show must go on. So, uh, so that's what we're going to do. Remember, you can get involved, too. Send us tweets with the hashtag AskCampy. Uh, it'll be Ask Smitty, but we'll do it Ask Campy yeah. uh, on, on Twitter. Uh, but, Smitty, we'll, we'll put, you, put you right in the fire a little bit, you know, as, as you sit down. Obviously, the, the, the weekend was not optimal. A, a couple of uh, – you know, a couple of grind them out road style college basketball games Friday night at Youngstown State on ESPN2. It, it was a high level, high level college basketball game in a great atmosphere and a tough environment, all that kind of stuff. And, and two, in my mind, two good teams went toe to toe. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, I, I think for, you know, Oakland fans are used to being in an environment like that. That's that's our home. That's our home arena. That's right. our home crowd. It's not very often our guys get to go on the road in this league and playing an environment like that. It was awesome. I mean, I give Jared and the athletics department at Youngstown credit to have that place packed the way it was and, and to have that kind of atmosphere. I think our guys loved it. I mean, I don't think we were intimidated at all. I think we came out because, again, we're used to playing in front of people like that. And, right. uh, you know, it was it was as good a mid-major college basketball game as you're going to be a part of. And I think as a fan, uh, no matter whether you rooted for Youngstown or Oakland, you appreciated the effort and you appreciated the, the game as it was. But – Obviously, wish we would have gotten gotten out of there with a win, but you know, in this in this league, Neil, I mean, it's you know, we talk about it all the time. I mean, there's, you know, it's night in and night out, and it doesn't matter where you go, uh, with the exception maybe of a couple places where you, you know you you feel like you should win and you're probably going to win. Um, there's a bunch of teams that can beat anybody anywhere, and you know, you look at what happened with Northern Kentucky and and Milwaukee. I mean, Northern Kentucky's up 23 at home and they lose. And now those guys got to go on the road, and they got to play seven of their last eight games on the road. And you know, Milwaukee feels like they just went in and stole one, like like we did when we were at Northern Kentucky. So, you know, what we had to face over the course of the weekend, it was it was a, a tremendous challenge. Friday night was was so intense, and it took so much 
from us and then to have to turn and play again at 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. I mean, that's, that's life in college basketball. And I, I give our guys credit. I mean, we, we couldn't put the ball in the hole to start the game yesterday. But, man, did we compete. I mean, we sat down and we tried to guard them. And, and, and then Spear got going. And uh, we didn't do a very good job of keeping him off the glass. And uh, we broke down a couple of times. And once he got going, he's one of the best players in the league. And so, you know, you tip your hat to him. We didn't want to lose those two games, but we still are in a position where we can control our own destiny and we got to come back home. We need our fans to do what Youngstown did. We got to fill that place on Thursday and Saturday, and we got to get two wins this week. And, and then that is really what it boils down to. And this is me, you know, this is me saying this, you know, every, every time we go in somewhere, it's ESPN. It's a big crowd. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how, how can we never get the sleepy thirst? That's crowds? that's Oakland, you know, and that's what that's what you want. You know, I think that that's one of the things that it's a credit to to Coach Campy and the teams that have have been here before these guys and for this group too. I mean, people know the Oakland brand, they know the Oakland name, and they know what it means to play Oakland. And you know, so you're going to get the best shot from people, and that's that's what you want. That's why we do this. You know, you don't want to be somewhere where people don't care, and uh, the people here care, and people in this league know that when Oakland comes to town, it's going to be a hell of a game. And, uh, you know, for us at the end, when this is all done, those things are going to pay huge dividends. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, Associate Head Coach Jeff Smith in today. Uh, shout out, too, to Gary Gilbert's journalism class at Oakland University. Sports journalism class is here in the building tonight. You'll learn, learning from the best, Smitty, no doubt. Well, you know, and I, th- I think Coach Campy, that's probably going to be the reason he's going to be disappointed because, you know, that's uh, that's his thing. He was a sports yeah. journalism major and uh, – takes a lot of pride in, in what Gary has done with that class. You know, he used to be a big part of that class. And, and uh, so really appreciate you all being here tonight and being a part of this. And hopefully you've got some questions for, I guess, for me through the uh, hashtag Ask Campy. But uh, thanks for being here tonight. Really yeah, appreciate it. Uh, yeah, a- absolutely. But uh, as you talked about Thursday, Saturday, uh, back at it here at home. And there's some things I'm going to get it into with you a little bit later on uh, in the show. I want to talk about the Horizon League schedule with you because – you know, the, the talk about how the schedule might change, you experienced it during your time in, in the MAC at Central Michigan, so I think you're uniquely qualified uh, to discuss that. Blake Lampman is in the house, too. We'll talk to him coming up in about 10 minutes as well. And, you know, I, I think Blake is, is a good, you know, kind of segue into that into this topic, Smitty, because we're getting into February now and, and the bumps and the bruises. And, uh, you know, I, I see Blake in the weight room stretching it out before before every single game, getting the treatment after the game's over, uh, getting the treatment. Guys, and, and Jalen Moore is an example of this, Smitty, we're at that time right now. Guys are locking in because, really, it, it's it's now or never now. We're getting into February. Yeah, and, and, our, and our health is, is at, a, at a premium for us, right? I mean, right. We, we, I think we've all seen, especially with this team, you know, I, I was watching our game with Fort Wayne from early December uh, the last couple of days as we're – preparing you know to to do the prep for them and i don't even recognize that team you know we weren't healthy we weren't connected and not because our guys didn't want to be connected we we went through about four weeks where we didn't have guys practicing we had guys just playing in games and we weren't connected at all so now the number one priority is that we stay healthy we stay fresh so that we're rested because these guys have logged a lot of minutes and as we get into february they're, they're going to continue to log a lot of minutes now that the thing i'll say about blake you know and and jalen as well and is, I mean, nobody – I've never been around a guy uh, – I've worked around – been around a lot of guys who work very, very hard and spend a lot, a lot of time at it. But I've never been around anybody that works harder than Blake Lampman at taking care of his body, at preparing himself to be able to play in the games. To I mean, he's in there early in the morning getting up shots. He comes back in the afternoon and gets up shots. 
He does yoga. He's stretching. He eats right. You know, he – Blake Lampman is the epitome of what you want for a guy on your roster. And uh, if we had 15 guys like him, um, our job would be so much easier. And we've got a great group of guys, but it's a credit to Blake and Jalen and the leadership that they provide on a daily basis. They've got us poised to make a great run in February, and I'm real thankful for them, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And speaking about Jalen Moore, um, you know, one thing is for sure, and, and the resume dictates it, he's locked in. He is healthy because that, that explosive first step, and I've talked about this a lot during the radio broadcast. And you go back to last Monday, by the way. We didn't have the show because we were at Callahan Hall, you know, putting in work against Detroit Mercy. I mean, he went toe-to-toe with Antoine Davis, and Antoine Davis couldn't stop him. No, I mean, that, no. that, that's the reality. I yeah, mean, he, it, he could. He, the, the show last Monday was him. Yes. You know, and, and our, we, our team was locked in, and we guarded and, and executed the game plan. Our defense in that first half against Detroit was as good a half, not only that we've played this year, but since we've gone to that zone, that's the best half of basketball we've played defensively. And, and it was everybody. You talk about being connected. Our guys were locked in, and they were connected. And, and it was awesome to see. And, you know, it, I think people wondered after the IUPUI game, you know, I think our guys, you know, they knew Detroit was coming. And uh, I think maybe we had a little bit of where we looked a little bit past IUPUI at the time, which is just part of its human nature. But when we walked into Callahan Hall, we were ready to put on a show, and uh, and we did that. I know, absolutely. And, oh, by the way, too, you and I talked about this a lot, for those that listen to the pregame show, uh, about IUPUI. You see them getting closer. You see them getting closer. They're going to beat somebody. Yeah. They're going to not be us. It's not us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like that's that, that's the way that it is, though. And and you see them. You know, it, it, as crazy as their season has been, you see them rounding into form. Yeah. I mean, that you see this, right? You see movement. Nobody is linear no. in college basketball. You can't. You, you can't be linear. You have to continue. You're, you're either going to evolve or you're going to die. And, and you know that's why, as you touched on, like as you go into February, you need to be healthy. You need to be fresh and. You know, I did speak briefly with Coach Campy today just about what we wanted to do over the next couple of days. And, you know, we both kind of said at the same time, it, it's time. It's time now to, to make sure we're doing everything we can to maintain our health and to maintain our freshness. And, you know, some of the guys that don't play a lot of minutes will get some extra work. But for guys like Blake and Jalen and Trey who are logging as many minutes as they are, we got to dial it back for them because, you know, we need them on Thursday, Saturday, or Friday, Sunday. We, we don't need them to be great on Mondays and Tuesdays. You know, Mondays and Tuesdays now are for the guys that, that don't play much. You know, Wednesday is the, a good day for those guys to prepare. But after that, they got to be ready to go on Thursdays and Saturdays. And uh, the great thing about our veterans is they understand it. They know what they need to do. They prepare themselves. So we have to do our part to make sure that we help them prepare themselves from a health and safety standpoint. How do, how do you fight that as a coach? As a coaching <laughs> state? Yeah, I mean, is it one of the tougher things that you do? Because... I, like you want to you want to install everything and you want to be ready for every outcome and you want to you want every ounce that you guys put in to be, to be used to maximum efficiency. How hard is it to you know to, to keep the dog on the leash a little bit? Yeah, it's you know you you you, you got to really have a good feel for your team. And I, I've never worked for anybody that has a better feel for the pulse of the team than Coach Campy. He really understands it. He's also not afraid. You know, some coaches are I think have fear that if they're not practicing and spending hours every day going out on the floor and watching film and doing this and doing, that they're not doing their job when, it, when it's quite the opposite. And what this thing has become now with our calendar, with you, know, you got eight weeks in the summer, and then you come back and you start your team workouts for four hours a week in September. By the end of September, you're going full go. And it's become year-round. And, and you can't – it's not the old days where you got six weeks of two-a-days because you don't touch them from 
the end of the season until October 15th. And so it's such a, a it's so long now. It never stops. It's completely circular. And so you've got to have a good feel for your team. And at this point, you know, we know who we are. And I think our guys know that we're going to hang our hat on our defense. We've got to continue to guard the three. We've got to continue to keep people off the free throw line. And we've got to find a way to rebound the ball better, Neil. I mean, we're just, yeah. you know, there's some nights where you think we've kind of turned the corner. And then other nights, like, like yesterday, we, you know, our first shot defense was unbelievable. And we gave those two big kids easy putbacks or second chance opportunities for somebody else. And if we can rebound the ball, we're, we're going to be in great shape. And uh, our offense is what it is. We're starting to make shots at a higher clip. You know, we struggled a little bit yesterday. But, again, you're playing a 1 o'clock game after playing that game that we played at, at 9 o'clock on Friday night. And it's only an hour between Youngstown and Pittsburgh, but that's still an hour. And then you get into a hotel at 2 in the morning. And, you know, it's, it's part of it. But, you know, we know that for us we've got to hang our hat on being able to defend and take care of the basketball and get to the free throw line. If we can do that, we're going to be in a position to win this thing. Which is inherently harder to do. And I talked about this a lot during the broadcast because I'm looking down reading the free throw numbers at halftime. And I believe Youngstown State was either three free throws or five free throws. It was one of the two. And then yesterday, I think, was three free throws again. That will not be the case this weekend when we play at the arena. It just won't be. Right. You, yeah. you, we're one of the best teams in the league at getting to the free throw line. It's what we do. It's part of our DNA, yeah. as you said. And that's why games on the road are so hard. So and, hard. And, and you have games like, like yesterday that happen. You get about four of those a year where you go on the road – and uh, it just ain't there, and I yeah. say ain't for effect. Yeah, it's uh, and it's and you know it going into it. It's hard. You know we've made more free throws than our opponents have shot. In and that's the it right there. Yeah, and uh, it's what we do. It's part of the the benefit of the zone is it keeps us from fouling. It keeps people out of the paint for the most part. And uh, you know hopefully this weekend we get back to it. The other thing that's crazy, I, I've never seen anything like this. Teams that don't make free throws make them all against us. I mean, I, our it's it's in, it's insane to me. Like we've got teams that are guys that are shooting in the 40s and 50s, and they go four for four, five for six. Like I've never seen anything like it. You know, hopefully that stops. You know, we get they get back to being who they are. But for us, we've got to continue to get to the free throw line. We got a bunch of games at home coming up, and hopefully, as you said, we're going to we should shoot more free throws at home. It's just the nature of the beast, and if we can do that, we're going to be fine. Well, I mean, Smitty, I think, you know, as a coaching staff, you guys have to uh, work on your free throw defense a little yeah, bit more. I don't know, you know I don't what, know I'm what to do. The kid from Youngstown did a great job. He tried to act like he was talking to his teammate, waving his hand in front of our guy's face when Rocket shot those three free throws, and maybe we got to start trying to come up with some gimmicks like that. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it was like a zone free throw yeah, defense like, or something like that. I don't know what like we that. can do there, you know, but uh, I, I think that, you know, we've done a great job of keeping people off the free throw line. We always know if we're not – if we're not playing great early in the games because the opponents are shooting free throws and we haven't forced any turnovers. And uh, when that, when those numbers are – the free throw number is low and the turnover number starts to come up, you know we're really locked in and we're guarding. You know, Youngstown came in and, and, and they – into our building and they hit us with a heater where guys that were shooting 28% make four threes and five threes respectively. I mean, that, that's going to happen, you know. And then we went to Youngstown Friday night in Cohill. I mean, the guy banks in two threes and throws up a, a runner. I swear to God, his eyes were closed, and they all went in. And that's just – that's basketball. That's, you know, that's just the way it goes. And, you know, you know over the course of time that that's not going to be the way things are going to play out. You know, on a night like Friday night, you know, you, you, again, you're trying to win every game. But you, you walk out of an arena on Friday night after a game like that, you know, hey, this team is – this is what we thought we are. We just went toe-to-toe -to -toe with the team right now that's the best team in our league. And it went right to the wire. And um, if we can continue to play with that intensity 
and we can do that over the course of this, the remainder of the schedule, we're going to be in a great position as we head into March. All right, Smitty, uh, let's do this. We'll take our first break of the show. When we come back, I'll be joined by Blake Lampman. You are listening to the Greg Campy Show. We are live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. You don't have to play for the Pistons to be treated by the same doctors who keep the team at their best. I can't dunk in size 18 sneakers, but I can play 18 holes. I don't box out defenders in mesh shorts, but my hip is back in the game. I'm not a Piston, but I'm running on all cylinders after back surgery. I am Henry. I am Henry. Henry Ford Health, official team physicians of the Detroit Pistons. And you. Visit henryford.com slash team docs. Here in Michigan, we're used to keeping ourselves busy all winter long. Whether that's enjoying mugs of hot chocolate by the fireplace or a late night of movie watching. And at DTE, we want to help keep that winter fun going while saving you money. With our online interactive home, you can find ways to save throughout yours, from your kitchen to your living room. Stay cozy and save. Head to DTEinteractivehome.com today. DTE. With OU Credit Union's Visa Signature Credit Card, you'll enjoy more cash back on the things you buy most. Receive 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. You'll also receive $100 when you spend $5,000 within the first three months of card approval. Open your Visa Signature Card today at OUCreditUnion.org and start enjoying the benefits of more cash back. Full details at OUCreditUnion.org. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome back, everybody, to RJ's Club. We're here in Rochester Hills, another episode of the Greg Campy Show. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies, and, of course, our guest here today from your Golden Grizzlies basketball team, the junior sharpshooter, he is Blake Lampman. Blake, what's going on, man? How are, How are you? we doing, Neil? Appreciate you having me. Yeah, abs- absolutely, Blake. It is good to have you uh, out here. Looking forward to uh, to chopping it up with you, uh, you know, as, as we have done in the past. Uh, first off, you know, I, I want to get into the art of shooting with you. Uh, a lot of people don't know your brother is a professional football player. I want to want to talk about him a little bit as well. But but first off, you know, I, I've been talking about you a lot in, in the Henry Ford uh, injury reports before <laughs> games and stuff like that. Uh, give everybody an update. How you feeling? How's it going? It's all right. It's all right. Uh, we're, we're day-to-day right now. Um, like Smitty kind of alluded to, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it can hurt as bad as it wants. But for 40 minutes, Thursdays and Saturdays, it's got to be all right. So, um like I said, day to day, and uh, we're just we're trying to get through the season. Yeah, what about that, man? What what goes into that? Because I see you, as I said uh, earlier, I'll I'll go in the weight room and run on the treadmill, and you're in there, you're in there stretching and stretching and stretching and stretching, <laughs> and I'm like, man, I don't like stretching, but you are doing it. You're doing it like 40 minutes in there. Yep, yep. I try to got to got to get the body right before the game, but uh, our training staff does a great job. Chris Curran, he's been helping me out, and. Uh, Get me all right. I know I played like 39 minutes on on Thursday. I think it caught up to me a little bit, or Friday, and then it caught up to me a little bit on Sunday in the first half. But 
you know, we, we got through the weekend and uh, we're going to we're going to be ready to go Thursday, hopefully. So, yeah, absolutely. And some home games too, less travel. What about that? You know, we're in the bus, we're in the plane. That's that's not good for business. Is no, it? Yeah, it, it's a huge advantage to be uh, to be home for two games. And, you know, everybody's got to play road games, too, though. So <laughs> they're going through it. And um, I'm excited to we'll put put some home wins together here soon. And uh yeah, we'll be all right. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, Blake, you know, I, I did want to wrap with you, too. I always like having this discussion. Um, you're a guy who makes a lot of three-point shots. Like, that's your thing. You're, you're, the, you're the shooter out there. The mentality of, of being a shooter, right, because you have nights where sometimes you're in there and you have those six for 12 nights, six for 11 nights, you know, seven for 12, those types of things. And then you also, you know, the nature of being a shooter is sometimes a two for 10 night or comes into play sometimes too how do you get past that how do you how do you get past that feeling of you you trust your mechanics you trust the practice and and smitty always talks about that you know you shoot the ball to your hands bleed and those types of things in the gym how do you get past that when you know you're putting in the work but you don't get the results it's tough and i talked to a lot of uh, our managers about it um that that kicker for uh i think it was dallas right you know, he missed like four extra points and then you know we were texting like hey he just needs to hit like a 54 yarder and he'll be back yeah you know that's kind of like you know if you go over four and you throw up one at the end of the buzzer because it you know the shot clock's going down and you sink it you're back like let's go yeah. you know so you just you can't have a conscious you gotta every shot you gotta think is going in and you know it's i'm still getting better at it as i get older and as i kind of understand basketball more as yeah. i you know but um yeah, it is. It is tough, but that's even even great shooters. Even Steph Curry has nights where he's going one for eight, you know. So it's just understanding that the next one's going in, and continue to stay consistent in your warm up and your routine, and you know you'll you'll start seeing balls go in. So it's no memory, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> I like that. That's and right. then the next one is uh, the next one is going in, uh, Blake. And, and as we talked about too, your, your brother is a is a. We were talking about kickers there and stuff like that. Your brother is a professional football player i don't know if a lot of people know that out there what, what's kind of been here's his career trajectory oh yeah he uh you know he's getting older he's getting older <laughs> he's 29 but you know I, there's no reason why he can't be a julian edelman in the league um so he just signed with a with a cfl team uh, in vancouver and he's gonna try to get some film and you know you never know what can happen i think he still's got some some good years of ball left but you know he gave me the blueprint you know we got a very similar past um he was he was under recruited, went to Ferris State, and um, balled out there, and then was an undrafted guy in the league. So, like I said, he he gave me the blueprint on how to be professional, and I'm just trying to continue to follow it. You know, so does it taste a little sweeter too? Like when when you play all these Power Five teams that we play, and you come out there and, and you put a four for eight from three or a five for ten from three, because you, know, you talked about it, like being under recruited and, and, and those types of things. And I know you're not putting your that above the team or above winning basketball games, but that is real, right? I mean, you you do feel that, right? No, or are yeah, you a robot? It's cool, but I, I mean, I'm I'm just happy to be out there, especially with this injury. Like, you know, I thought my season was going to be done like a week ago, uh-huh. and now I'm playing in you know ESPN Plus or whatever. Right. So I'm just happy every every day I get to go out in the court. It's I got a different mindset now of just like, hey man, I like I said, I, my season was supposed to be over. We're still going, and, uh, you know, I'm just – I got a, a different mindset right now, so it's cool. One thing I'll say about my brother, too, is, uh, you know, he's just as competitive as I am, obviously. Yeah. And he was – the other day he told me, he was like, uh, I'm, I'm trying to outplay you. 
you know, I'm trying to play football longer than you play basketball. And I said, you know, that's cool. I'm trying to outpay you. <laughs> so uh, I'm trying to, you know, I got we got different. No, I'm just playing. But that's cool. I, like I said, there, I, there's no reason why he can't be a Julian Edelman in the league. He's 100% the strongest wide receiver right now. Mm-hmm. And um, when he was at his, at his combine, I think he had like 28 reps on the bench press. So that like tied for wide receivers. Like I'm, I'm taking him in a strength. Uh, so you got, strength you, battle with anyone. You, so you, can, you got 28 reps in you? No, no, oh, I okay. got 28 <laughs> reps. But the cool, well, you did yoke up though over the over the off season. I, I, I try, but it's it's a little different. It's a little yeah. different. You know, he's uh he doesn't like taking pictures because I'm like three inches taller than him. But he he'll make sure that he's stronger than me in every aspect. So <laughs> talk, it's a different sport though. It's a different sport. So talk with Blake Lantman here on the Greg Campy Show live from RJ's Pub in rochester hills uh blake you remember the horizon league all freshman team all the way back in 2020 you know back when all cars ran on gasoline and stuff like that um but you know, thank you thank you i thought that was pretty good i did i did i thought that one was a pretty good one um no but but seriously though blake what what's the biggest difference other than you know physical because i've talked about that how, how you you've changed your body especially over this summer like you could you could see the definition change and everything like that What's the biggest difference in Blake Lantman today from when Blake Lantman stepped on campus at Oakland? Oh, that's a good question. Thank you. I think I think that, uh, you know, I, I talk about the mindset. And when, when you're a freshman, you're not really thinking, like, I need it now. I need this now. I need this now. I'm trying to, you know, get a ring. I'm trying to go to the NCAA tournament. You're just like, oh, well, who's this team I'm playing in the league? Like, I don't even know who this team is. So when, when you're a freshman, it's, and I talk about this a lot, like, I've, I always – I don't really believe in like having a regret because I think you know everything kind of happens for a reason. But right. one thing I wish I wish I had a different mindset my freshman year for X and Brad. You know they were fifth year guys and I'm logging a lot of minutes as a freshman. And I I was kind of in over my head a little bit. So that's that's one thing I wish I I had the mindset I have now. And I'm trying to like teach that to the younger guys like yo this this goes very fast. You have to understand like for Jalen for Keaton that's we're this trying to it. get to the NCAA tournament. This is their last year. You know, so I'm. I think that's probably the biggest difference is my mindset from, you know, when I was a freshman to right now. Almost an awareness. You're trying. I mean, just yes, just being yes, aware, sir. like understanding the gravity of of every single moment that's out right, there. Right. Exactly. And like opportunities, we're playing in front of big crowds, like Youngstown. I mean, if you, I've, I think I've only played there twice. And if you combined the entire stands, both times I played there, it probably wasn't even close to what it was. Right. You know, Thursday night, so or Friday night, so. It's just, it's just having the right uh, perspective and the right mindset. And like I said, it's, it's very tough. It's very tough for freshmen and sophomores to even understand that, even, even juniors some. But you know, this is I'm going into my fourth year, and I'm like, I'm, my my clock's ticking too. So I'm right. like, we gotta, we gotta get this done for Jay and Keith. And uh, yeah, like I said, it's just, it's, a, it's a mindset thing. So that, that's a pretty insightful answer, man. I mean, for real, because that takes self awareness, right? To yes, be sir. able to, you know, say, hey. That, that's interesting because I never thought about it like that. Like when you came in, Brad and X were here. Man, you've been here a long time, man. <laughs> You're a veteran, veteran man. I know. I know. <laughs> no, but, but, but again, though, I mean, it, it is. Like when you walk in here as a freshman, it is, it is bigger than you, right? Like when, oh, when you walk in here. 100%. And, like, I don't know if I could have done much more. Like I was still – I'm not going to say I wasn't, like, working hard, and right. obviously. But well, you just I weren't just, aware. Yeah, and, like – it the the weight when we lost uh, I think it was Green Bay at Green Bay their uh, their senior year, the weight probably I mean obviously didn't hit me as hard as it hit them. I'm thinking you know what's 
future looking like. All right, I got the lay of the land. I yeah. get how this works a little. And they're yeah. like, all right, now what? You know, they're done. That's the last time. So, like, that's it always kind of it hits me. But it makes, you know, this moment so much more precious to me now because I understand that, you know. So, uh, Blake, about this team this year, uh, certainly as league play picked up around the holidays, uh, after we got through the Christmas break and, and you guys came back, this team seemed to, to turn a corner. Uh, a little bit in in what you guys were doing what what was the difference like what changed um I think health changed a lot but I think we kind of understood like it's we we got to pick it up and we, we also understood that you know one through five even one through seven there's no doubt that we're the top one of the top talented teams in the in the right in the league um so I think we we kind of understood that we we picked up our we started locking in on scout we started locking in on because with the zone you got to know you know should I guard this guy at you know, 35 feet, is he going to knock down a shot from there? Or is he going to, you know, is he trying to drive right hand? You know, so it's, and our staff does a phenomenal job at, you know, getting uh, getting us prepared for games and whatnot. And it was just kind of understanding that we are so talented. Our staff is so good. Our staff works so hard. We just have to execute. And, you know, I think this weekend we got away, like we were, we all know Co Hill can go off. We all know Spears can go off. Like we knew that going into the game. And I just think, execution was was a little off and like I said man we're we're the top we're a top talented team in the league no doubt one through five and you know once once we execute I think there's not a team in the league that really can have our number like Youngstown kind of got us so I we're in good shape we are in good shape and, and I don't that, think anyone should panic uh, yeah, well so I was gonna bring that up Blake and, and I'm gonna ask uh, Smitty this later so he should listen right now so that way he know he knows what's coming up but you know you look at the standings there's four teams at nine and three and then there's you guys at seven and five I mean I'm, I'm not a huge math guy but like that that's a lot of teams that are on equal footing you guys are right there with everybody coming to your place for the most part yeah no doubt and you know we we put ourselves in a great situation getting two road wins at uh NKU and Wright State early on in league play and you know it like I said it hurts bad that we lost to um to Youngstown and Robert Morris especially how we handled them at the house so like I said we're we're in a um we're in a great situation I think obviously it would have been nice to get a, at least one or two wins this weekend but uh we got a lot of home games coming in you know how hard it is to win you know when you're right. when you're at our house so uh I'm I'm looking forward to the next couple of weeks man I'm it's going to be I'm, I'm hoping for a great atmosphere we need a lot of people to come out but when we step on that blacktop, it's time. It's time. Uh, there it is. Well, Blake, man, I appreciate you coming through. I always love rapping with you, man. You, you got a future in this business if you ever want to do this, man, for sure. Man, if you put a headset on me, I feel like I'm playing the game. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Man. I like I like being here. It's cool. I appreciate you having me. Uh, all right, Blake Lampman, everybody give it up for Blake. When we come back, it's the uh, Ask Campy part of the show. So tweet now or forever hold your peace if you got a question for Coach Smith. Uh Anything about that's going on with Oakland basketball, fire away. We will get to those when we come back. You are listening to the Greg Campy Show. We're live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. At Lincoln of Troy, we always put our customers first. And even with the current vehicle shortage, we're committed to keeping you one step ahead. If you plan to turn in your lease or buy a new vehicle within the next few months, now is the time to come in and place your retail order. Not only does it ensure that you get the vehicle of your choice, but you can save up to $1,200. It's still a great time to buy a Lincoln. And our goal at Lincoln of Troy is to make sure your next vehicle is ready when you are. Let us put you at the front of the line. They say one great thing leads to another. And that's especially true when you visit a Great Clips salon. 
When you sit down for a haircut with the skilled and friendly stylist at one of our thousands of convenient Grey Clips locations, they'll not only make your hair look great, they'll make you feel great too. And that's something you can't help but share with the world. Download our online check-in app today and opt in to get a ready next text when you're up next. Great clips. It's going to be great. You don't have to play for the Pistons to be treated by the same doctors who keep the team at their best. I can't dunk in size 18 sneakers, but I can play 18 holes. I don't box out defenders in mesh shorts, but my hip is back in the game. I'm not a Piston, but I'm running on all cylinders after back surgery. I am Henry. I am Henry. Henry Ford Health, official team physicians of the Detroit Pistons. And you. Visit henryford.com slash team docs. With OU Credit Union's Visa Signature Credit Card, you'll enjoy more cash back on the things you buy most. Receive 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. You'll also receive $100 when you spend $5,000 within the first three months of card approval. Open your Visa Signature Card today at OUCreditUnion.org and start enjoying the benefits of more cash back. Full details at OUCreditUnion.org. back to RJ's Pub here in Rochester Hills. Everybody, it is the Greg Campy Show. My name is Neil Rule, Associate Head Coach Jeff Smith in for Coach Campy today. Happy to have you all out here. Another big crowd on hand, uh, as there always has been all season long. So big big thank you to everybody. Uh, Golden Grizzly Sports Journalism class here, Gary Gilbert in the house. So, uh, you know, seats are scarce. They're in, hopefully, seats are scarce at the arena coming up uh, this weekend. Coach Smith and I will get into this weekend's action and get his thoughts on the Horizon League standings as well. But first, we've got to take it to the streets, Smitty. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, hashtag Ask Campy, Pittsburgh Marty, who we saw out there uh, at Robert Morris. Uh, Coach, great seeing you. And Neil here in Pittsburgh coming off two tough losses at Youngstown and Robert Morris. What's the current mindset of the team? How do you keep them motivated and healthy in the dog days of late January and February when uh, the mental and the physical uh, exhaustion, I guess you could say, set in? First of all, Marty, we got to talk about something. I don't know how you could take Coach to somewhere to get him a quote-unquote Philly cheesesteak and it's got lettuce on it. Like, I mean, let's start with we, we that. We need like, to talk like, about like, that. Like, that's not even that, – that's that's sacrilege, all right? So That's a just, steak sandwich. Yeah, that you don't put lettuce on a, on a cheesesteak. But, all right, um, moving on. No, our, Smitty, our, let's not move yeah. on from this, man. Let's not move – you cannot have lettuce on a, on a steak sandwich. I mean, can you imagine Marty coming to Detroit and we go to a Coney Island and we get him Coney Dogs and you put lettuce on it? Yeah, it ain't happening. I mean, what are we doing here? No onions or yeah, something I mean, like come that? Come on, man. Like, that's, that's crazy. Do but. better, Marty. Let's just leave it at end. Yeah, You're still your friend of the yeah, program. Absolutely. We still appreciate you, but we just differ at yeah, this. Yeah, there's no question. No All right, question. Uh, what were but, we talking about? No, in, in the mindset of our team, and you know, our guys are not going to waver over what happened on the road this last weekend. You know, we went into two very, very difficult places to play. One, because of the crowd and the environment and the people we were playing, and then two, because of the people we were playing. You know, Robert Morris didn't have the atmosphere that, that Youngstown had, but they got a very talented team, and they were in a position where they needed to win that game. And, um, and I think at the end of the day, you know, you got to give, give your hats off to both teams for, for getting the victory, but our team is in a great place. You know, our mentality has never wavered. Since we've come back together after the exam period, and we really just sat down and talked about how important it was going to be that we locked in defensively, that we really hung our hat on playing that zone and doing our job and then 
Coach changed some things with the offensive system, and, and it's been great. Our guys are – I mean, they've been such a, a joy to coach since the end of June to now. You know, I, I just – they deserve to have a great finish to the season because they're unbelievably high-quality kids. They're high-quality young men on and off the floor, and, uh, and I think they're all super excited about what's ahead of us. I mean, we know now – we only have to go on the road for two more games. And, uh, you know, fortunately, it's a, it's, a, it's a short flight over to Wisconsin – and a short flight home, and so it's not going to be one that's going to tax us with long bus rides and that type of thing. And then we get to play. We get to play a bunch of games at home. We got a huge weekend this weekend. We go to Wisconsin, and then we get IUPUI and, and the school from the city of Detroit that come into our place. And uh, you know, and then senior weekend, you know, which is always a an unbelievable special weekend here in the Oakland program. So nothing but excitement, and uh, got to keep our guys fresh, like we said. But we'll do that, and, and we'll be ready to go. Uh, another one here with the hashtag Ask Kemp. You can get your questions in here right now. We will get to those as they come in. Uh, Giovanni says, what do you guys have to do differently against Youngstown State to beat them potentially in the Horizon League tournament? Well, I think the, the, the thing we have to be able to do is we've got to find a way to contain it, it. It's hard to contain three guys. And what we found was like when we played on Friday night, we had done such a good job on Cohill. The first time and rush got going but then mcbride who's only scoring you know shooting 28 percent from three steps in there and hits us with some zingers and it's hard you know i think for us the the two things we have to do to beat youngstown we have to do an even better job of being locked in on personnel and taking what they do away we have to rebound the ball you cannot give them second and third cracks at it and then, you know, offensively, we just got to make sure that we do what we do. I mean, I, I think that it's one of those teams that it's not like you're looking at it going, I don't know how we're going to beat them. You know, it's just they got us, and, and that's going to happen. And I, I, if we get to play them in the tournament, we're going to go in there. We know what we need to do from a game plan standpoint, and we just got to go in there and do it. And, and Smitty, it's interesting you say that because that, that was my takeaway too because I had somebody asked me on Twitter about that, and that was essentially my answer too was they – and, and they were great in the arena. I mean, they were, they were great. They were magnificent that day. But if anything, you know, I, I can't remember a time where I felt more confident walking out of a gym where you didn't win the game. No and, doubt. And, and ultimately, yes, it, there, there is a definitive line there, the, the win or the loss. But, you know, just, just in terms of what you guys were able to do to them, you, you applied some things in that game, and, and, and it showed. Yeah, and I think that what our guys are figuring out is – on the offensive side of it, when we can get the ball from side to side and we don't let the ball stop, especially against teams like, you know, Youngstown's given up 45%, 46% from the floor overall in their defensive field goal percentage. Not many teams win conference championships doing that. And so you know that when you, especially when you get into the postseason, when every possession matters even more and you're in a different gym that's not yours and it's not, you know, it's not the arena, which is a great shooter's gym, you know, things change and the pressure changes. You know, we play the game, them again, there's not going to be pressure on us. You know, they're the team right now that everybody thinks is going to win it. So, for us, it's like when we get to play, we're just going to go in there and let it all hang out yeah. and get it done. Yeah, I mean, aw shucks, right? Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> right. No, and it is, too. Games are called different. I mean, this is yeah. all reality. This is it. It's not like excuse maker or things like that. I'll show you the box scores. Yeah. If you don't believe me, we can sit and look at, look at the box scores. Um, past few games, you guys have only gone about six or seven deep. What do you need to see from your bench players in order for them to get uh, some more minutes? Well, I mean, I think that, you know, as you go through this, this stuff with your guys, and you know, we've got a great group of guys, but, you know, some of them, when you get your opportunity, and, and we talked about it yesterday, you know, when you get your opportunity, and your opportunity doesn't just come during the games. 
you know, you have times during practice, and I think that's always one of the most difficult things for, for fans and, and certainly for parents of players to understand is that you're not there every day on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday when we practice. You're not there. You know, not many people watch us practice on a daily basis. And those guys, are, our players are evaluated every day. And uh, the one thing I tell all those guys on the bench, with, if you play for Greg Camp, you better be ready because you never know when he's going to get mad at somebody and he's going to go down that bench, he's going to grab somebody and put you in the game. It's and not even up to you no, sometimes. No, never up to me. Are you kidding <laughs> no, me? No, no, I'm saying like yeah, the player. You know, the player like yeah, no, he, the yeah, player. no, you got no control over that stuff. <laughs> and so when you get your opportunity, you need to go out there and you need to perform. And, and people can say, well, you know, that's not necessarily fair. That's, that's the world we live in. You know, I, I, I told a couple of our guys after the game this week, and I said, you know, you didn't, you didn't perform very well when you went in. And I said, this is probably a life lesson for you. And sometimes, you know, people think that, that we're joking when we say this, but part of what we do is preparing these guys for life. You know, you have a job, and you can sit there and complain to your friends and you can complain to your spouse when you get home that you're not getting the opportunity, you didn't get promoted, you didn't get this. And then when you get the opportunity because your boss walks in and says, I, I need you to do this project, but you're not prepared to do that project, and then you fail, that's on you. Right. And, you know, we all have that. You know, it's it's – We've all gone, like I've been in this profession for almost 30 years now, and, you know, it's the hardest thing to do sometimes is to remind yourself you need to do the things that are supposed to be done when they're supposed to be done. Otherwise, those opportunities will never come for you. And that's the same thing with these guys, and, and they've got to understand that when their opportunity comes, they've got to step up and answer the bell. And, um, and it's going to happen again. Blake tweaks his knee, and all of a sudden, you know, we need another guy. You know, Trey twists his elbow. You know, all of a sudden, we need another guy. And when those guys get that opportunity, they've got to be able to step in and perform. And that's hard, but it's the world we live in. No, no it is, and there's nowhere to hide because no. the, when the lights go, are on, the truth comes out. I had a football coach in high school, God rest his soul, he was unbelievable. And he used to, he used to always say, he's like, the eye in the sky don't lie. Right. And uh, he was talking about the film. He's like, you know, you want, to, you want to talk about what you're doing, what you're not doing, let's sit down and watch the film. You know, and I think sometimes that's an eye-opening experience for those guys when they come in and you've got clips to show them and, and from practice and games and say, now, if you were coaching this team, would you play you? You know, and, they, and, it's, and, it's, and it's hard, you know, but at the end of the day, our job is to try to help them, help them develop as players, help them develop as part of the team, and then when they get the opportunity, they got to produce. Smitty, I got one for you here, and yeah. it just kind of popped in my head. Now, for, for those, some people that don't know, you, you, you said it, you've been in this game almost 30 years. You've been at every level, too. You've been in the Pac-12. You've been at the Power Five. As you look at the state of college basketball today, versus t- <laughs> all right yeah. moving on yeah. uh no but as, as you as you look at the state of college basketball today versus five years ago 10 years ago 20 years ago what what are you seeing right now well i think that the last two years since the pandemic it's a completely different era um i've watched things happen in college basketball the rules have changed changed back changed and changed back again you know the the recruiting process, all those things, like everything, it has really truly been circular. You've seen things come and go and then come back again. With NIL and the portal and the non-sit part of the transfer thing, it has changed everything. The level of parity, I mean, you look at some of the traditional blue bloods, if you will, of college basketball and see them struggle, it's because things have changed. What used to have to be done behind closed doors, so to speak, it's right out there in front of everybody now. Right. And, you know, you can literally legally go buy a team. And uh, that has changed. You know, the, the impact from social media and the Internet 
it has changed it's changed the world but it certainly has changed college basketball and the scrutiny that the players are under the scrutiny that the coaches are under has ramped up but across the board seeing the parity that is college basketball now you know you're talking about you watch Kentucky and can't I mean Kentucky you know, it used to be, you know, everybody would, Michigan State's win over Kentucky meant something. Right. Right now, that win doesn't mean anything. You know, when, when do you think that was ever going to happen? You know, you look saying that was just two yeah, mid-teams playing yeah. each other. And it's, yeah. you know, now you, you you see where it's it's just truly become even across the board. And I think that it, even in our level, you're starting to see, and the fact that you've got guys that are, I mean, Youngstown's got five guys that are in their sixth year. Detroit's got a bunch of guys that are fifth and sixth year guys. I mean, they got a guy that exhausted his eligibility and got a waiver from the NCAA to get another semester. You know, and that's like that's what you're seeing is guys that should be playing their second and third year professionally are you know getting their 18th degree somewhere now. Right. You know, and so you know that's changed it. It's it's crushed high school basketball recruiting um, unless you're at the highest level. You know, I, I this is the least amount of high school basketball games I've ever seen in my entire career, and it's because to take a kid who's 18 and know that if you develop him and he does anything and averages 12 points a game as a sophomore, he's gone. Well, you're better off waiting until he does it as a sophomore and then bring him in to play for you for two years. And so it's, you know, and people want to complain about it. And, and I just say it is what it is. I mean, right. it's, you know, it's, it's here. We have to deal with it. we got to embrace it. we got to understand it. And we got to have our, our fans and our supporters understand it because it is truly different. And it's not going back. No, ever. And, and that is. And speaking of not going back, uh, we've heard from Pittsburgh Marty, by the way, who was listening in on the show. <laughs> and he says, I stand corrected. It was a cheesesteak hoagie. And it's all in capital uh, letters. It was nice meeting you, Coach Smitty. Next year you're coming with us, and I'll make you a believer. Uh, I'll answer this one for Coach Smitty. Marty, he, he will not be a believer about uh, – Lettuce on his cheesesteak. Can't you, do it, man. I don't, you can call it a hoagie or anything you want, but I, I just I can't, I can't put lettuce on a cheesesteak. There it is. I mean, I, I again, I, I wasn't going to you know, speak for Coach Smitty, but I, I spoke for Coach Smitty there. I, I figured that would be the case. We'll take our final break, and then when we come back, we'll wrap this thing up. We'll look ahead to the weekend and also at the Horizon League standings as well. And remember, the Greg Campy Show is brought to you by the Pino Insurance Agency, LLC, of Mimic Insurance. They cater to the educational market. If you're looking for affordable insurance and a knowledgeable insurance agency, go online to pinoinsurance.com today. That's P-I-N-O Insurance. Com today. We'll be back with more of the Greg Campy Show live from RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Here in Michigan, we're used to keeping ourselves busy all winter long. Whether that's enjoying mugs of hot chocolate by the fireplace or a late night of movie watching. And at DTE, we want to help keep that winter fun going while saving you money. With our online interactive home, you can find ways to save throughout yours, from your kitchen to your living room. Stay cozy and save. Head to DTEinteractivehome.com today. DTE. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra. The perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. At Lincoln of Troy, we always put our customers first. And even with the current vehicle shortage, we're committed to keeping you one step ahead. 
If you plan to turn in your lease or buy a new vehicle within the next few months, now is the time to come in and place your retail order. Not only does it ensure that you get the vehicle of your choice, but you can save up to $1,200. It's still a great time to buy a Lincoln. And our goal at Lincoln Detroit is to make sure your next vehicle is ready when you are. Let us put you at the front of the line. They say one great thing leads to another. And that's especially true when you visit a Great Clips salon. When you sit down for a haircut with the skilled and friendly stylist at one of our thousands of convenient Great Clips locations, they'll not only make your hair look great, they'll make you feel great too. And that's something you can't help but share with the world. Download our online check-in app today and opt in to get a ready next text when you're up next. Great Clips. It's going to be great. Chester Hills, final segment of the Greg Campy Show. My name is Neil Wool, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies, associate head coach Jeff Smith in place of Greg Campy this week in the Greg Campy Show, brought to you by Henry Ford Sports Medicine, the official team physicians for Oakland University and you. For more info, visit henryford.com backslash athlete. Smitty, before we take a look ahead to, to this weekend's action and, and hope to see everybody uh, out at the arena this Thursday and this Saturday. Uh, I brought it up with Blake and, you know, the Horizon League standings right now, uh, since we've been here, I've, I've never seen it like this before. Youngstown State 9-3, and three, Milwaukee 9-3, and three, Cleveland State 9-3, and three, Northern Kentucky 9-3, and three, Golden Grizzlies 7-5 and five, with a lot of these teams coming through the arena before this season ends. This is this is crazy, and then right behind us, you got Purdue, Fort Wayne, Wright State, Robert Morris. They're all six and six. This this is a trip to the craps table, right? Where you're going to take two <clears throat> dice and throw it, and however it comes out, it comes out. It's going to come down to I think at the end of the day, the the, the teams that finish one through four, they're going to they're going to be the ones that stay the healthiest through all of this. You know, you look at you know Youngstown. Obviously, we've lost twice too, but uh, Milwaukee we beat, Northern Kentucky we beat at Northern Kentucky, and uh, so I think when you look at it. You know, anybody can beat anybody. You know, Wright State went through their struggles, but, you know, they're, they're a dangerous team because they're so good offensively. Robert Morris, you know, they showed yesterday. I mean, they, they went in and they beat Wright State at Wright State, too. I mean, they got two elite, play, yeah, elite players. Elite players. And they got two guys that can absolutely shoot the blood out of the ball. Right. And uh, if you let them get going, then you're, you're in for a long night. And, you know, and so I think that in part of it goes back to the question you asked about college basketball and what's changed. You look at these teams that are – you know, Milwaukee, Bart gets the job in Milwaukee. He goes out and he signs a whole bunch of Juco kids, and they've all been good. You know, Freeman, I mean, people forget Freeman averaged nine points a game at Dodge City last year. I saw him play twice, and I, I, he was good because he was athletic and he could rebound, And but it wasn't like he was scoring 30. Right. You know, and now he's out there. I mean, he's, I mean, he's smoking people. And so for, you know, for us, as you look at it, you just got to stay the course. And like you said, we've got a lot of basketball left. We got a lot of games in the arena. We need our fans and our students to show up and and do their part. And we're going to have our team prepared. And you heard from Blake. I mean, those guys are locked in. I mean, they they want to. They win. know the score. They do. They and they know what's going on. And uh, that's why this weekend is so huge. You know, to, for us when we played these two games, these two teams in December, you know, it was a different team. It's not even close to where we are now. Now, does that mean it's going to translate into two wins? Only if we come out and defend, rebound, and take care of the basketball. You know, if we do that. And we get these two, we stay right in the hunt to have a shot at this deal. Uh, speaking of that, 
this weekend, Thursday night, 7 o'clock, Purdue-Fort Wayne in the house. Saturday, 1 o'clock, Cleveland State. Uh, don't forget, too, the Hall of Honor ceremony coming up uh, at the Marriott and on Saturday night as well. Go to goldengrizzlies.com for ticket information. We'd love to see everybody get out there for all of it. And uh, you know, we'll start with Purdue-Fort Wayne, Smitty. And it's interesting you said that the way you did because – I, I haven't looked at the film as of yet. Usually I'll go back and, and catch a couple minutes uh, of, of the game. But, you know, as you said, I don't recognize that team that was out there. We're talking like two months ago, yeah. which is a lifetime in, in college basketball. It's, heck, it's half the season yeah. almost, as a matter of fact. So, you know, what, what, what's what got to change? And, again, remember, too, Purdue-Fort Wayne had their first game on ESPN, you know, on yeah, their yeah, campus yeah. ever. So, uh, wash, rinse, repeat, right? Yeah, and, you know, and I, I think Cleveland State just absolutely – I mean, they just beat us like a drum and, right. and laughed at us while they were doing it. And, and it was where we were going through a, we were going through a tough stretch. And I, and I think our guys emotionally and mentally were they – were, they were unsure. You know, we had, we had gone through all that stuff with the injuries, the preseason schedule being as brutal as it was. And, you know, I, I just don't know that our guys really felt very good about themselves. And, uh, and it's such a credit to them and who they are because they came back after final exams. When we got off the plane after the Syracuse game, our guys, they just knew, okay, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. We just have to get healthy. And they came back with – we took a few days off. We came back. And, you know, I'm telling you, we have not had a bad practice. We have had some practices that haven't been great. But for the most part, every day, our guys have practiced hard and they've practiced with purpose. And because of that, we've put ourselves in a position to be where we are now. Cleveland State, Fort Wayne, two very, very good teams, veteran teams, guys who have been through it. Godfrey, again, fifth-year guy. Chonqui, fifth-year. I mean, you got right on down the line, right? And then Cleveland State comes in, a bunch of fifth-year guys that have been to the tournament, have won the league. They understand it. And so, you know, for us, our guys know what's in front of us, and we've got to take it one – you know, it sounds cliche, but we really got to take it one game at a time. We've got to concentrate on getting the win, being ahead by one when it's over on Thursday. Come in Friday morning, get the prep locked in, and then 1, one o'clock Saturday, let it all hang out and be one, at, one point ahead when it's over. And, and for me, Smitty, the media guy in me wants to say, well, well 34 is different now than 34 was. Oh, of course, talking yeah, about Jalen Moore. Yeah. Like, uh, this, this, this is the Jalen Moore that led the nation in assists. Yeah. I mean, it, that explosive step, that little hesitation and duck in from the elbow, and boom, he's gone, and yeah. he's, he's to the cup and can create however he needs to create through that. To me – that, that's the biggest thing, and I, I would assume that's the biggest thing to you and the biggest thing yeah. to the team. Yeah, I mean, it, it's we've said from day one, I mean, we're going to go as Jalen goes, and, and Jalen couldn't go in November and, and early December. He right. tried. He tried mightily. You know, one thing about Jalen, he's unbelievably competitive. He's a, a tremendously bright and gifted guy, um, and this is his last go-around. He's so locked in, but all of that aside, who he is as a person, he's healthy as a player. And when he's healthy, I mean, he, he's been as the best point guard in our league for three years since he's been here. And, you know, I wish we had him for another year. I wish we could get a sixth year for him. You know, I know he's ready to move on to his professional career, but he doesn't want to do it until we go to the tournament. You know, that's, that's his whole thing, his whole mindset. It's not about leading the country in assists. It's not about leading the conference in scoring. He's not about any of that stuff. He's about getting to the tournament. And Blake's that way. Trey is that way. You got, they want to do it for you, heard them. They want to do it for Keaton and Jalen. And they talk about that every day because that's who this group of guys is. Uh, when you look at it, too, with Jalen, and obviously the, the, the shot didn't go down 
at, at Youngstown State. But Shocking. You, you, it was. It was yeah, surprising. Yeah. I fully, when it left his hand, I fully expected that yeah. thing to go because it always does. Yeah, it, 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 it never seems to miss it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it always does, and, and it was surprising. But you have that in your back pocket now, yeah. which you did not have. You know, obviously, you don't want to go to that. Right. You'd rather just win by 15 yeah. and we all move on. That would be nice. Yeah, but, uh, you know, that is there now. That was not there before. Yeah, and I think it's, it's created a, a, a level of – I don't want to say fear for our opponents, but I think it's a level of thought where they've got to keep in their mind, this dude is this dude is a guy that's a game changer. You know, what he did in that second half in Callahan Hall, uh, you know, the guy that plays for them obviously is a, is a tremendously talented dude and does a lot of great things, but there was no question that night in Callahan Hall who the best player on the floor was. And he's been that way since he's been healthy. And uh, I, I'm – the only thing disappointing for me, for him, is that he wasn't healthy when we played in that non-conference schedule where he could really, really showcase himself against some of those high-level guys. But, you know, it is what it is, and he's playing great. He, um, you know, he's as good a player as there is in this league. And I think with the guys around him who he loves being with and he leads our guys and they listen to him and they follow him, you know, who knows where this thing will go. What, what can you – because, again, you know, whenever you look at rough times for this basketball team, it's usually been on the glass, and, yeah. and, and rebounding has been the reason why. And Coach Campia said this is you know, this is what we are. I mean, you know, this is the team that, that we are. What can you guys do as a staff? You know, just from a philosophical standpoint, from an X's and O's standpoint, how, how, how can you go about making a change in that? Can you not? Is it just a mentality thing? How does that work? No, it's, you know, there's a couple of things that we've tried from a schematic standpoint. Right. And it's hard because, again, at the end of the day, you're, you're going against guys sometimes that you may be just physically outmatched. You know, unfortunately, we just we don't have a 6'10", 6'11", 7-foot guy that can just go get every one of them. And, and some nights we've been really, really good. Right. You know, and Trey and Keaton are both very good rebounders. Uh, the nights when Jalen is locked in and he goes and gets us four or five. What I think we figured out that if we're going to really be able to do this, it's got to be done by committee. You know, we need Rocket to do a better job rebounding. And he knows it, you know, and it's in his mind. He's trying to do it. But I think for us, the, the one thing we can do that will help is that we've got to continue to keep the ball from being penetrated to the paint because where we give up a lot of offensive rebounds is, are in situations where if we're broken down off the dribble right. and we get distorted in the zone, now guys are running by us as the shot's being taken. And, and there's gaps, There's too. gaps. Yeah. There's lanes for them to run through. And to identify it, we try to do everything we can to work on it. And at the end of the day, you know, we, we just need to do it. And we're going to get an unbelievable test. The petty kid from, from Fort Wayne, is he's a, as gifted of an offensive rebounder as you're going to see in this league. Um, you know, he's like, a lot like Chris Brandon, who's at Northern Kentucky. They, they just give you fits. And uh, the rest of their team does an offensive rebound that way, but he does. And so we're, we're going to be up for it this weekend. And then Cleveland State, I mean, they, I, they got every rebound in the game down there. I mean, I think they were getting uh, rebounds in yeah. high school gyms, you know, <laughs> right, that night. Right. I mean, and so we're going to get tested, in, uh, and we got to step up and, and meet that. But I think our guys, again, they know it. They know what needs to be done. Now we just got to go do it. Do we oversell that in the media that, uh, you know, you go to Cleveland State and, and they got us, and they got us pretty good, you know, and you, and you may know bones about that. Do we oversell that? Do the guys think about that? Is it just another game? No, I think they, they knew. Like that night, that night might have been one of the, the – the, might have been the moment that changed our whole season. We had a meeting in that locker room after that game, and that was where you could see – because we, we didn't play well against Fort Wayne and we went to overtime, but we played hard. And we competed. And I think that moment at Cleveland State might have changed the trajectory of this team. Now, 
does that mean we'll win on Saturday? You know, no, but we're going to have to take care of business and do what we need to do. But this team understands what it needs to do to win. We've got unbelievable support from our fans and from our students, and we're appreciative of that. And what we got to do now is we got to take advantage of this opportunity to play these games at home through the month of February and see where the chips fall. Uh, absolutely. Well, Smitty, great job here stepping in in the, uh, the pinch-hitting role, man. I always like chopping it up with you on the Appreciate pregame it. show uh, yeah. as well. I always have some good conversation. Big thank you to everybody, too, that came out here tonight. Another huge crowd. Certainly we're grateful for that. Hope to see you at the Arena this Thursday, this Saturday, Purdue-Fort Wayne and Cleveland State. So, for Blake Lampman and for Coach Smith, my name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Thanks for listening to the Greg Campy Show live from RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Well, see you later.